Hi, and welcome to another edition of Shop Talk. I'm Jeff. I'm John. And this is episode two. Episode two. Yeah, so last week we did a bit talking, a bit of talking about your hunting. And I know there's part two of hunting coming up. But I think we'll save that for, for a future episode. Don't want to put all the hunting stories in, in, in front load at all. So we'll, we'll just tease them with a little more hunting stories coming up. And maybe by the time the more hunting stories come up, there, there will, will be, be one. There will be, there will be one. So that will be cool. Uh, so I had several topics to talk about this week. And uh, I think the one that I've been struggling with the most personally is uh, struggling to get back on the horse. I call it that um, just because I've, I've had that problems in the past uh, where my own head gets in my way. And by that, I mean um, when I was a competitive triathlete or something would happen or you would get off and not doing something for a long time and then your performance would wane, mm -hmm. you always had a hard time getting back because in my head it's like, well, I can't run mm -hmm. a six-minute mile today, so why should I run? So why do you think that you're – you're having to even get back on the horse. Were you, were you ever off the horse? Well, I've been off for seven weeks, if we count, seven, from breaking the ribs. Sure, okay. So um, so I, I equate it to this. It's like I was, I was really getting in the groove, really having a good time mountain biking. Things were, things were clicking. You know, had the new bike, hitting jumps, just in the groove, feeling really good and kind of not invincible, but felt like I was in increasing every time I rode and was able to hold my own with the crew that we rode with. So then I get injured, break two ribs, and then, you know, you can't blink your eyes without it hurting. So you don't ride a bike for six. That was pretty funny, by the way, <laughs> to, to, to watch you. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I can imagine that it was fun to watch, but it wasn't fun to go through. And, what's, and I felt bad because, you know, our, our coworker had broke ribs and I teased him a couple of times about having ribs made out of balsa wood. <laughs> I will never make that joke again because, man, that hurts. So break these, break the ribs, get off the bike for six weeks, and now I feel like I'm, I'm able to ride. I just know that when I get back on the bike, I'm going to struggle. Of course. Struggle climbing. I'm going to struggle on the descent. I'm just not going to be – I feel like I'm not going to be able to hold my own. So then – I look for reasons not to ride. Like, ooh, it's cold. Ooh, it's it's early. Ooh, right. I was up till 10 o'clock last night. I don't need to get up at 6 to ride. Mm -hmm. So instead of looking for reasons to ride, I now look for excuses not to ride. And I don't know how to overcome that. And it's 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 happened. It's I, 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 I peak in valley a lot. So Yeah, so uh, I call that yo-yoing. Right. And uh, I have yo-yoed for the last 20 years of those peaks and valleys of riding and not riding. You know, I mean, life gets in the way. Right. right. And you just you stop riding. You don't you don't have a consistent schedule. And so you don't ride. And then uh, there comes a point where your legs don't even remember how to pedal. Exactly. Right? But at the same time, what that statement is ultimately a psychological statement. Of course, you know how to pedal. Yeah, but it's just in your head. You're just you're you've mentally kind of checked out and forgotten how to do it until you go ride, and then all of a sudden you're reminded of how much fun it is. How much fun it is. Yeah, and 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 you know you're encouraged by that. So 
haven't you been out though in the last couple I, weeks? I've ridden a road bike four times mm -hmm. and the mountain bike once. Okay. And the time on the mountain bike, I mean, a lot of it's my fault, and, and I know that. Um, we picked an easy trail to go to. We went to Santa Rosa Plateau. It can be as hard or as easy as you want to make it. So we were just looking to get – I hadn't been on a bike in, on a mountain bike in five weeks. I get to the trailhead, and I notice my tires are low. It's like, okay, they're tubeless. I, I think I'll be okay. They're not – but when I got on, they were really squishy. So on the climbs and just the flats, it wasn't so bad. But where it really affected me, and then this really creeped into my head again, was we hit a little flowy downhill section. It was kind of had some good curves in it, but the bike was fishtailing and never really felt connected in the turns. Well, that in the turns is where I wrecked when I broke my ribs. So I got all kinds of squirrely. I'm grabbing handfuls of brake up at Santa Rosa Plateau, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? I can't even ride a bike anymore. So then that creeps in my head. And then, you know, it's like I felt okay on the climbs because I'd done a little bit of road riding. But I'm, I literally will make a plan to ride. And then, like, we were going to ride uh, Sunday morning, but I did something Saturday night. And I text Vinny. I'm like, Vinny, is it okay if I bail? <laughs> it was like 830 at night, and I bailed early. So, and I wasn't even worried about sleeping or not sleeping. So I looked for a reason not to ride. So I don't know what it's going to take to get over that hump again mm -hmm. right now. Um, I remember in the mid-2000s, like 2005, 2006, um, I, would, I would get back on the bike and I'd be all sketch. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm afraid of crashing or whatever. And I was still young enough that I could bounce back and make this uh, decision. But the decision was I, I, I just crashed. Yeah. I let myself crash. And I'm like, okay, get that out of the way. You know? And, again, it's all psychological. Like, you're so afraid of crashing. So I knew that that mental block was getting in the way of my performance. So just like, I just I found a way to crash. You know? And so you laid the bike down on purpose? You laid the bike down on purpose. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that wasn't bad. Okay, you know, now that I'm dirty, now that I'm whatever, I'm like, all right, let's go. And it's it worked for me again. I, I don't I don't think it's the wisest you know uh, right. uh, 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 advice, but the idea there was to get over to overcome that fear that I had. You know, I don't know that it's crashing that I'm afraid of. I mean, because the wreck happened so fast, I can't even tell you what happened. You know. You, you just wrecked. I mean, and I've slidden. I've landed on elbows and knees. You know, I wear the protection, so that's never really, you know, you get scraped up. You know, you, you land on your shoulder and get a bruise or something on your shoulder. That, and that's fine. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. But the actual, the physical pain of breaking ribs, like I really don't want to experience again. Mm -hmm. So maybe that does creep in. I think the biggest thing that I struggle with is, um, is the actual physical capabilities. Like, I, I'd love to ride, and I love going out with a group, but I'm also at that point, and I don't know why, I don't like being the last guy up the climb. And I know right now that I would be the last guy up the climb, you know, and just struggle and suffer. And then, then I feel bad for making other people wait, and it's like, right now, in order to get up and ride to get back in shape, I don't have the drive to do it 
solo by myself right now. So I don't know what it's what I got to do to get over that. Well, Maybe. you got to find someone suckier than you to go ride with. <laughs> <laughs> that way you could feel better about yourself. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, that's how you that happens. It it's tough, but it it's the same thing. Like when I was when I was in the Marine Corps and I was and I was a prolific runner, and then something would happen or you know and you miss. You go on a deployment and you'd miss six weeks of running and you come back and try to run and people that you used to just smoke, now you're barely able to hold on to and you're like, well, I'm not going to run today because I don't want to get beat by him, you know, so that, so I've had this issue a long time and I don't know because uh, I know at, at one point when where I was doing a 300 PFT or running an 18 minute three mile and then when I wasn't able to do that, I felt disappointed in myself, maybe, and then didn't feel like putting forth the effort to get back there. Does that make sense? And I don't know. No, it makes sense. It's real. I mean, I, I do not discount anything you're saying. It, uh, the hard part, it, it's tr obviously, it's truly mental, right? And yeah, I, I got I to gotta snap back and realize that I'm not, I'm not doing it for a living. Mm -hmm. I'm not racing for anything other I mean I'm not writing for anything other than to have fun and then I need to realize that my level of fun is not necessarily what somebody else's level of fun is we can have fun together and you might want to smoke me on the climb but that that's not what I'm writing about today and I and I can sit here and say it and talk about it to you right now and be fully aware that that's exactly what needs to happen mm -hmm. Get out on a ride tomorrow, get smoked on the ride, and be like, why am I even out here? This is not fun, even though it is. So I seriously get in my own way wow. a lot. I do, and I don't know why. I can't, you know, and like this time last year on the road bike, I'd probably had, I had, I had 1,500 miles. Yeah, you were going crazy on the road bike last year. You know, so maybe it's an ebb and flow of just maybe I, I did 4,000 miles last year, almost 1,000 on the mountain bike. Could I just be completely burned out and coming off the bike for seven weeks makes me realize, eh, I can, I can take it a little slower this year. There could be other priorities in life that, you know, you could be paying attention to. So, yeah. you know. I'm I, Hey, you know what? My, my writing, you know, life right now is – is still yo-yoing um, but at the same time i'm i'm not making writing a, a huge priority right I, the bikes are always going to be part of my dna I, i'm not I'm not going to get away from that but you know what uh, sometimes going to the beach taking walks going on hikes going backpacking hey going hunting yeah. all that other fun stuff is just kind of you know uh, just balancing it out right so um even when I go back out, well, I mean, I'm still riding, and right now I'm riding by myself, right. and I'm not trying to compare myself to anything else. I'm not even trying to compare myself to my former self. I'm literally just enjoying the ride, and yeah. boy, I'll tell you how freeing that is. It is so cool, you know. And I'm, I know I'm, I'm going to be way slower than I've ever been. Right. I'm not comparing myself again because I've, I've really been in search of. Of, of I guess satisfaction or, or what's the word uh, fulfillment um, through the process of the ride you know I guess it gets again I guess uh, experience the journey you know mm -hmm. 
versus be the first one up the hill or whatever, you know, and just like just enjoying it. So that's how I'm kind of justifying it to myself that I don't I'm not I don't need to be the fastest. I don't need to work as hard or whatever. I'm working as hard as I feel like, you know, I want to at that moment in time because yeah. whatever, you know. So why stress yourself out that way? Who, whoever told you that you needed to compare yourself to your even yourself or to others, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I get. I know. I know it's me. I know I'm in my own way, and and I know it. It'll come because every time I'm on a bike, it's fun. I truly enjoy it, you know. And I just, I just, you know, it's just that sometimes it's like when you're tired. Now it's like when I used to be tired, I was like, no, I have to ride because it helped. It, it, it's, it actually helped me identify who I was. Now I don't use it so much to identify who I am. I mean, I still like it and enjoy it. It's just now if I find a reason not to ride, <laughs> I don't ride. And I, and I somehow got to, I don't want to, I not get addicted to it again, but I want to, I want to, I want that the fun and the joy to come back and kind of just be like, yeah, I do miss it, but if I don't ride, it's not a big deal. And that's sort of what I'm struggling with now because, you know, now I, when I don't ride, I feel like it's a big deal because it feels like, okay, I'm just getting further. Okay, so if it's really that important to you, why don't you just uh, create a calendar or, you know, start a routine again and, like, on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays or something, you're going to ride and that's it. You're going yeah, to gut it out even though if you yeah. don't want to. And that's what I have to push through right now. If that's what's important to you. Yeah, you know, and then then on top of the mental thing, it's like, okay, in seven weeks you gain a little weight. <laughs> like, man, not only do I suck climbing uphill, but it hurts. <laughs> so I, I let everything get in the way and then I just, and then it compounds itself, you know. I don't want to, I'm not, I don't like using the word depression because I feel that word gets used a lot and, and not to take anything away from people who are actually depressed. But I, I, I get down sometimes. It's like, man, I really want to ride, but I don't feel like getting up. You know, I, uh, I remember if I, even if I take a month off of riding, it takes me three months to get back into the fitness that I was at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's the part I'm struggling with is the dead is the dedication to the three days or four days a week just mm -hmm. to get back to where I was before. Yeah. You know, hard. And, and that's hard. And like you said, uh, life life does get in the way sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, with with school, with work, with family and, you know, my wife and her job, sometimes I don't see her. Well early on, like um back in two thousand two thousand one, two thousand two I was riding five days a week, and I was fast. I mean, it it was it wasn't just my imagination, you yeah. know. Um, every day after work, I would even ride a mountain bike to work, you know. Were you a more of a road rider or a mountain so bike a mountain rider? biker back okay. then? Yeah, you know. So so much climbing, so much just, just so many miles. It was so awesome. And then it dawned on me that it was affecting my relationship with my wife and the fact that I was never home. Yeah. You know, and when that happened, okay, you know what? The, the decision I made for myself, right, was, okay, you know what? I need, to, I need to chill out. So I went down to two days a week. And, oh, my gosh, 
my fitness, everything just completely changed. Right. And and just overnight, I mean, I got slower, right? And 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 that ambition or whatever, that drive, just gone, you know, because it's not in your legs anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, you know. Um, but I, I don't, re- I do not regret that decision whatsoever. It was just like, wow, I'm spending a lot of time on the bike versus I'm spending a lot of time at home with my wife, you know. Right. So I will gladly exchange that. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to the thing you said where you said it's not in your legs anymore and 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 i don't know if i'll explain it right so like last year started out the year hot and heavy we were gearing up for the 21 day challenge where we rode every day for 21 days of the tour de france 800 miles in a month are in the 21 days so there's a lot of miles but one thing i noticed even though i did 4,000 miles last year and i would ride three days a week by Friday, I still felt tired. My legs don't ever felt like they improved, even though I could go out and ride 60 miles and maintain speed and be fast with everybody and just and know that I was in shape. But then, like, when it was all said and done, it's like it was hard to walk upstairs. Like, when you rested, you feel like I don't ever – I'm sure I'm not explaining it right. It's like I wonder how professional bike riders feel. Are they always tired? Are the legs always tired? Do you always sort of feel like – you're running on empty because 800 miles in a month, that's sort of how I how I felt. It's like, I know I'm in shape, but why am I just drained? You know, two o'clock in the afternoon, you want to take a nap. <laughs> so the, the, when you rode all the time, were you, did your legs feel like, I mean, you knew you were in shape, but did you feel tired all the time too? Or Yes. So that's, right. so that's a normal it's thing? It's very real. Right. Okay. So uh, there's a saying that, uh, that, happens so much in the bicycle industry um something like like in the the ride never gets easier you just get faster okay well you know what that probably sums it up better than i could ever explain it i was always fast i could always do it but it it you all you never felt easy yeah right right right. no matter how many miles you did correct okay right wow so that's that's a that's a real thing. It's a real thing. I mean, so you know, and, and sometimes you know, sometimes that can be discouraging, right? Uh, the the idea that you're always having to work while on the bike, you're pedaling, and it doesn't matter where it's at. If you're pushing hard, you're pushing hard, and it hurts. If you started on day one totally out of shape, it took you to it took you fifteen minutes to go this up this uh, five hundred feet of elevation. Let's just say, right? You know, and then at day ninety, it takes you eleven minutes to go up five hundred feet of elevation, and you still are hurting, and you still are sucking, and you still feel like you're you're just you're nothing. And that's because you got faster, you kept going. If you ultimately said to yourself, okay, you know what, I have 15 minutes to get up here, then that might be different. Right. But who's, there's no, no one's ever saying that. You're just going, I, know. Oh, I gotta climb, I gotta you go, gotta, I gotta, gotta go, climb, I gotta go. Yeah, gotta get right. there, gotta get there. Right. Yeah. And then you finally look at the stopwatch, you know, and you're like, oh, wow, I made it up here in 11 minutes. That's my personal best. Right. Sweet. 
doesn't mean you get to chill out. No, you you still have you still have to ride. Still have to ride. So, because that was the thing, not really struggle with, but I wondered because it's like, you know, in your everyday job where you're standing up every day, but you ride for three hours in the morning, then you come and go to work. It's like, damn, how come I don't feel in shape? You know, you constantly yeah. just feel like right, uh, right. Uh-huh. You know, my, my resting heart rate was 40 beats a minute, so I knew it was in shape, but I struggled to get through the day, and then I got up the next day and did it again. But because you've been doing that, the one day that a bear starts chasing you and your buddy, guess what? You're going to beat your buddy, <laughs> and... Well, I don't you know, have to be the fastest. I just got to be faster Got to be you. faster than him, right? Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I guess you should be encouraged by that because, yeah, it's always going to hurt. But don't you guys have a saying in military, like, embrace the suck? Yeah, no pain, no gain. Yeah. yeah. You know? But, but it's funny because as a runner, I, I, like, when I, when I hit a plateau and I was running and, and, and I, and I could do an 18 minute or sub 18 minute three mile, I actually felt in shape. You know, I, I was able to to go through the day and not be not be as tired really as if you as if I rode fifty miles a day. I think, and you know, I, I yeah I did. I I had, but I also also offset a lot of the running with swimming. So it kind of did a. I have no idea about running or swimming because I refuse to do either. <laughs> so the bear's getting you. Yeah, is that, is that what we understand? That's pretty much it. I've been fattening up on Korean barbecue. Yeah, ooh, Korean barbecue. So, so then the feeling of just being tired if you ride every day is a normal thing. To me, it is. Okay. I mean, I'm no scientist by any means, but every time I ride, well, hold on. Um, except when you're on an e-bike. <laughs> but you know, the the two weeks that I rode an e-bike, uh huh, I was tired. I mean, no, okay, you're tired, you but it's not a pain. It's oh, not you're, a. You're right. It's, it's like the next day it's your legs sort of recovered uh-huh. a little yeah. bit quicker. So and that's why, like, right now I've been having fun on my e bike. Yeah. Because I don't have to embrace the suck. I don't have to, you know, be in pain. I really, I, I have all the benefits and I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah. And no, I totally enjoyed it. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like something that would take you 20 minutes to get to the top of. You're up on top of in 10 minutes. Totally. And you can really enjoy the flowy section of the trail because you're not, you're yep. not like having a river flow out of your helmet from exactly. being exhausted getting to the top. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I definitely am an e-bike fan and think it's something that needs to be right. Right. in your stable. Now, if you want to embrace the suck, an e-bike's not for you. Oh, no. No, I don't think it should be an everyday bike. I think it's something that yeah. – like. After four days of riding, when you're just freaking tired, right. to go out there and have a nice yeah. kind of a cool down run where you can still go out there and get 13 miles, but you're not putting in a max VO effort. You exactly. know what I mean? Yep. So uh-huh. I, I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan after riding one, and then realizing that the next day I was sore yeah. and tired. You're still like, getting a workout. You're still getting a workout. Yeah, it's just not so painful in yeah. the moment. And it definitely makes the ups a lot more fun. And then the weight on the down. It's not too shabby. Really, really was fun on the down. Yeah. You know. So when 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 you when you ride every day and you climb Palomar Mountain and you and you realize that there's just no recovery, not that I condone it, but I could see like why the pref <laughs> back in the day the professional cyclists look for that look for that boost. 
Uh huh. You know. Yeah, yeah. Your recovery is so much faster, right? Yeah. You know. I mean, and I mean, seriously, like, uh, was it? Uh, I think last year, last year, last year, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty consistent on my rides. Um, yeah. And uh, whenever I get consistent on my rides, uh, my my nutrition, or uh, rather, my nutritional supplement game is on point yeah right so like i invested in um in hammer products um and i went from top to bottom i got their daily uh you know the daily nutrition and then i got like pre-ride nutrition during the ride nutrition post-ride nutrition not just recovery but just like post Uh you know i mean heck there was this one uh, their tissue rejuvenator um, which basically helps you to, you know, heal your muscles, you know, uh, much quicker. And man, I would pop those like candy and it felt, it felt good because I could tell when I didn't take it right. that I was just sore. I was way sore. I was, I was a little more miserable, but taking them like it, it kind of just took the edge off, you know? Yeah. So I mean, there's something to be said about you know the eating right and 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 oh. also get, getting the 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 electrolytes and the supplements or whatever so that you know you're not hurting as much and i and because i i've been a competitive athlete and and dieted and and went four years of ever drinking a soda you know and and watching my weight and doing all that i know that a lot of the struggle that i have is diet too because you know i'm 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 a a junk i'm not a I, I eat a lot very unhealthy you're yeah you're liking those what those that sriracha doritos or what's going on there or uh, tostitos tostitos yeah but i i stopped those <laughs> i did have cool ranch doritos today though um yeah so and then i think when you when you plug your body full of junk it oh. also it also clouds your brain uh-huh. i feel it also that is another obstacle you have to get over in order to get back on the Jeff, horse. no joke I am no good to you after Korean barbecue. I am no good. I, I can't add. I can't subtract. <laughs> but, you know, Korean barbecue once a month, I think, is okay. <laughs> <laughs> you condone that, then, right? Yeah. I, I, we don't have to add today. Let's just, let's just eat a lot of garlic and gobi, gobi or whatever it's called. Oh. So. But we'll get back there. Korean barbecue is good. Definitely. Fun times, fun times. So, so the struggle is real. Struggle is real. I, I firmly believe that, you know, it's just going to take a swift kick in the pants by myself to, to, to snap out of it. And I, and I, or have, or be amongst a group of guys who uh, are, you know, whatever, encouraging or uh, accepting of whatever, you whatever know, limitations physically I may have at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So and and you know my riding partner Vinny he's he's in the same boat. So there you go. we just both sort of got a, but we also played a game on each other. If he texts me says are you okay if we don't ride I will say yes, and if I text him and he says yes. Well, one day or another, one of you guys need to say no, not okay. Yeah, Meet no, me we're going to ride trail. Yeah. Right. So. And, you know, we got to break that cycle because, yeah, you guys are enabling each other. (laughs) Big time enabler. And then you look at the bike and it's like, hey, I miss you. I miss you. And you just want (laughs) to I just want to hit a jump. I just want to ride. I just want to 
out there and have a good time. So I'm in my own way. I know that, and I I will get out of it because I always do. It's just I struggle with it, and it sometimes helps seriously to talk about getting that out of my own way. So that I appreciate appreciate you listening and and confirming some of the suspicions that I had that like no matter how how much you ride. You always feel like you always feel like you need more because you're always just tired. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, that's and that's just a weird feeling to me. I don't yeah like because no. you don't. I feel you don't feel that way when you swim. Like I can you know when I was swimming, I was swimming three thousand three thousand yards a day. It's like yeah, you felt good. You get out of the water, you're all invigorated and and you you feel good. It's that's how I felt. Bike riding, as much as I love it and as I know it's no impact, but it seriously, it feels like it has a bigger drain on you the more you do uh, it. T- yeah, again, I can't relate to the swimming thing, but it, yeah, you're drained, man. You know, I mean, okay, there are times that at work, uh, you, you know, I've come in after a ride and you guys, you know, have pointed out like, wow, look at Jonathan, you know, he's way more pleasant to be around. <laughs> Well, yeah, you get those endorphins going. I think yeah. it helps your head for sure. And I've told you that before. Mm-hmm. You're a different, you're a different John without a ride or with a ride. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I concur. Yeah. Yeah. So well, um, well, that's good. I need I need a sounding board. So, and for anybody else out there struggling with the ride or to get back on the horse, know that the struggle is real. I feel your pain. I've lived your pain. I know the pain of writing and not writing. So take it from me, someone who struggled with it in the past and is struggling with it now. You just got to break the cycle, get on the bike, get three solid days in a row, I think is is what I need. That's what I've told Vinny. I need three solid days, three days in a row just to ride and then realize that, yeah, this is what I need. And then that sort of purges your system and gets your brain clocked right back in, right in the right mechanism. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, so I think that's a pretty good wrap up for this week. I think so. Right. Yeah. You know. Um. Let's see. Uh, we got uh we got plans um to uh, hang out with Tim, um in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know. So our coworker Tim um at work uh, uh he's he's got some some cancer going on. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're praying for him. We want to do whatever we can. So at the same time, we feel sometimes frozen because we don't know what to do. Right. Um, and, you know, do you, do you talk about it and kind of rub it in, you know, or do you not talk about it acting like it doesn't exist or what? But obviously it's there. It's a reality. And well, you know, in the times that I've that he's he's come in and hung out at the shop, it's like um, you talk about it because he's not afraid to talk about it. He seems he's being a real trooper about it. Like, yeah. like it's just another part of life, I yeah, guess. You, you know, know, he he's accepted. Yeah. And he knows. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. just do. That doesn't take away from the fact that cancer sucks. Cancer sucks. And uh you know, for anybody out there struggling or loved ones that are struggling, um, we feel your pain. You have our support, our thought, our empathy, because it's nothing fun for anybody to go through. So, Tim, we love you, brother. Hang in there. Chat soon.
Over and out. Over and out. John, thanks for stopping by today, and we'll do it again next week. Keep your hunting stories on, on point, though. We're, <laughs> they're coming back. Oh, and I want to talk about backpacking because yes. we've had some fun doing that. And uh, and I got a trip planned for us this year that it will be okay. an, another good one. So until next week, guys, thanks. This is Jeff. This is John. And this is Shop Talk. Thank you. Thank you.